let's be real, y'all. Global pandemic? Not in any of our 2020 vision posts on New Year's Eve. Between one too many family walks gone wrong and a nationwide toilet paper hoarding competition, of which there were no winners, it's hard to find anything that could have possibly been positive about the chaos that ensued after March 13th, 2020. After all, how do you even find a good quality of life when you're not able to go out and about, you're isolated from your peers, and you're constantly worried about getting sick? Well, I'll let you in on one little secret. What I just described is what every single day is like for millions of disabled Americans. And not only did quarantine give everyone else a taste of their experience, but it also improved the lives and access of many disabled individuals across the nation. Now, you may be asking, how could anyone have benefited from this? Are you even qualified to say these things? Well, to start, hi, I'm Laura, and The Nightmare Before Reopening was the best movie to play in the theaters of my disabled experience. Not only that, but the more I talk to people around the country, the more I realize how life-changing lockdown was for a good majority of people with chronic or terminal illness. While, yes, things got a little lonely from time to time, and we all had to bid adieu to our summer vacation plans, these things didn't seem like such big sacrifices to us. Honestly, in hindsight, I'm really happy that the world finally got to understand some of our frustrations. So, while I'm certainly not delighted that Ms. Rona decided to come and shake things up, I think it's important to recognize the things that such a marginalized community gained from the whole world shutting down. Right away, we saw an immediate change in everyone's financial lives. People were quitting their jobs or being laid off, businesses were going under, and the stock market was on its own special kind of roller coaster. So what did society do? We adapted. Suddenly, now that everyone was struggling with unemployment, the government had no problem flipping chairs backwards trying to figure out how to give people social security benefits. Within what felt like a blink, people were, who were once turned away because they weren't disabled enough were finally able to achieve some sort of financial freedom. Not only that, but unemployment became less taboo. Those out of work weren't seen as just lazy, and a large helping of shame got taken out of the mix of things. This was so important to the disabled community, as they were finally able to feel valid in their situation. But finances certainly aren't the only place where they benefited. When you think of COVID-19 prevention in pictures, you're probably thinking masks, disinfectants, and those hand-washing infographics that suddenly appeared everywhere. These items had a huge spike in both manufacturing and sales around the world, which, you guessed, didn't just benefit the company supplying them. Now, nearly a year after the virus was first introduced, people don't bat an eye at people walking the streets with masks strapped to their ears. You get stares if you don't cough into your elbow. And just about everyone carries hand sanitizer around with them. Pre-COVID, all these things were seen as kind of obnoxious, and those with respiratory, sensory, or allergy-related conditions had eyes following them wherever they went because of the visible precautions that are now the norm. The masks they were forced to buy in bulk from some sketchy overseas medical supply company now being made by at least three of their neighbors. 
Overall, the world suddenly gave high-risk individuals easy access to the supplies that are necessities to them. No shame involved. Speaking of access, let's talk Zoom. Cue the eye rolls. Yeah, I get it. When you think of the introduction of online school and remote working, you probably tense up a little. And rightfully so, it was admittedly a bit of a nightmare at the beginning. But now, months in, everything's online. School, work, appointments, even concerts and galas. While this may not be everyone's cup of tea, and that's fine, it's a total game changer for your local nursing home residents and homebound kids. When it feels impossible to do tasks as simple as brushing your teeth or putting your socks on in the morning, just the idea of spending a whole day at school or work is exhausting. Between the walking down endless stretches of hallways, overlapping voices, and those terrible fluorescent lights they insist on installing, there's a lot to be said about how draining completing your daily activities in those typical environments can be. Now that the world has evolved to be Zoom enthusiasts, disabled people can be productive from home, and even their bed if need be. We can have groceries delivered, attend meetings, and even go to class. All we have to do is log on. Now, you may be thinking, but Laura, doesn't this illness affect disabled people more? Wouldn't this year be extra bad for them? And to give you credit, you're kind of right. COVID-19 has been absolutely devastating to the disabled community, not only physically, but mentally as well. The media was quick to spread the news that it only hurts people with pre-existing conditions, which was incredibly dehumanizing to say the least. But the backlash to those comments has been beyond heartwarming. In conversations about racism, sexism, homophobia, and other human rights, ableism was finally added to the agenda. Posts were spread and people began to educate themselves on the reality of disability and how their microaggressions and interactions negatively affect us. And while the illness itself affected disabled people in heartbreaking and disproportionate ways, the benefits that have come from the way society has evolved since that Friday the 13th have been just as wonderful. So the next time you complain about how terrible or boring or long quarantine was, I just ask that you check your privilege. <laughs>